We turn our attention today to Tehillim Kapitel Kuf Mem Dalit, 144. And as I mentioned yesterday, uh, this Kapitel Tehillim takes on a very, very different mood uh, than we're accustomed to for the past several days. In the past several days, we found David in great trouble, deep inside the cave, uh, crying desperately, feeling alone and abandoned and almost hopeless. Uh, in today's capital, Kuf Mem Dalad, it's quite the contrary. David is exultant. He is rejoicing. He's happy as can be. And it is um, this spirit uh, which imbues this Tehillim and is perhaps the reason why it is this capital Tehillim which you can find in the Siddur um, just before uh, Ma'ariv for Mosoi Shabbos. And in many uh, Ashkenazic shuls, particularly those with a, um, a German um, uh, tradition, uh, this song is sung with a particular tune uh, as a way of uh, triumphantly uh, marching into the week after the uh, Shabbos of Menucha, the Sabbath of rest. It begins Ledovid, not Mizmor Ledovid, as I pointed out um, yesterday, Kuf Mem Gimel was the last Mizmor Ledovid. This is not quite a Mizmor, it's something different. Uh, one might look at this as almost a victory march. And indeed, Radak feels that this Mizmor was composed by David at the beginning of his uh, kingdom, as he began his rule, after he was saved uh, from Shaul, after he was triumphant against the Pelishtim, um, and he he is just uh, exultant, and he says, the David, Baruch Adonai Tzuri Hamalamed Yodai Lakrov Etzbausai Lamilchamo. Blessed is God, who is my rock, who is my strength, my fortress, who teaches my hands how to do battle, my fingers how to wage war. Obviously, David has just experienced war, and he is so thankful for the Siata Deshmaya, for the um, assistance, the divine assistance that he uh, experienced. And he goes on to say in a very interesting posuk in which he says the word my oh, five or six or seven times. Chasdi. Uh, God is my chesed, my, my grace. Umitsudasi. And he is my fortress. Miskabi. Um, he is my haven. My sanctuary, umufalti, my deliverance, umufalti li, my, my deliverance. Radak points out, um, strengthening the kinoi, strengthening the pronoun my, mufalti li. He is my refuge for me, mogini, my shield, uvo chosisi, and it is um, in him that I take shelter. Horodeid ami sachtoi. He makes, um, my, literally, my people subject to me. Uh, 
Um, there are a few interesting points on this posuk in which David says, my, 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 I, 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 I. Obviously, David is expressing the tremendous personal uh, Yeshua that he has experienced. He feels that the Rebona Shlolem gave special providence, special hashkocha to him, to me. God is my chesed, my mitzuda, etc. Radak points out that when we refer to God as chasti, so obviously we are using the word chesed as a noun, and we are saying God is the noun chesed. In other places, in Tanakh, earlier in Tehillim, for example, the chesed is used as an adjective. For example, Elohei chasti, my God, the gracious one. Um, similarly, uh, David here calls God Tsuri, my Tsur, um, but he also uses the phrase, the phrase is also used in Shmuel Bey's, Elohei Tsuri. Uh, so that, again, following Radak, Hashem vahatoar yishtavu bo yisporach. Noun and adjective are similar by God. God can be called Chesed, and he can be called the one who is full of Chesed. Umifalti um, Li says Radak that the um, word Li would seem to be superfluous, but it is written here for Tosefes Beor, for further clarity. He is my shelter. He is my miflot. He is my refuge. Or it is possible, suggests Radak, that the Yud in Umufalti is like the Yud in Hamagbihi Loshoves. So it is not a Yud of a Kinui, meaning it is not the Yud which suggests the, progr- the pronoun my, but rather Umufalti is equals to Umiflot Li. He is my, uh, and the word that carries the pronoun my is only the word Li. Rodeid is a more rare word, which means to to uh, compress or to to press down, to make something subject to something else. And Radak points out that the word vayirakuu, which means to to press down metal uh, until it is flat, is translated in Aramaic as viradidu. Um, so uh, here we have. Uh, the meaning of the word horodeid. He makes my people subject to me. What does he mean? He makes my people, ami. Radak is so puzzled by this that he says that it really should, ami is like amim. He, He subjects peoples to me. Amim in general, not necessarily mine. Or Possibly, Ami means my people, after all, David's enemies uh, included his own people. Shaul and those who went with Shaul were his uh, enemies, and he was able to subject them. So you understand why Horodeid Ami Tachtoi. He subjects my people to me. And then David exclaims, Adonoi mo odom ehu ben God, what is man that you should care about him? What is man that you should even think of him? Take him into your reckoning at all. And here Radak suggests that David is exclaiming Pasa Gimel with reference to Shaul. Look at Shaul. He was once a king, 
on top of the heap, and now he's gone. Mo'odom, what is man? Vatedo ehu. And the word, of course, vatedo ehu does not mean, it cannot translate it, what is man that you should know him, but rather what is man that you should care about him. Again, radak, yidia, knowledge here, does not mean knowledge, it means rather hahakoro vahashkocho litovo. It means to care for something, to be concerned in a positive way. And Radak gives a list of psukim where the verb yud dalit ayin cannot mean to know, but means to care for. Uh, for example, earlier in Tehillim, Kapitel Lamed Aleph, Pasuk Ches, Yodata Besoros Nafshi, does not mean, God, you know my problems, but rather, God, you care about my, your problems. Or in Hosea, where God says, Ani Yedaticha Bamidbar, I knew you in the wilderness, which means, of course, um, I cared about you uh, in the wilderness. And then David continues, Pasuk Dalid, Odom la Hevel Domo, Man is like a mere breath. Yomov could sail over. His days are like a passing shadow. Again, following Radak, Hevel, a person's breath, is the archetype of something which is um, extremely tenuous, extremely short-lived. And the passing cloud... Of course, the passing shadow is the fleeting shadow, which is so transitory, so ephemeral, so so here today, gone tomorrow. So it is true of man. And then David exclaims in prayer, Adonoi hat shomecha v'seireid, ga behorim v'yeeshonu. God, bend your sky, bend the heavens and come down which of course means show yourself in the way that you seek to it that the Rishoyim, that the wicked have their downfall. This is a way that God can, so to speak, bend the heavens. And when you bend the heavens, come down and touch the mountains so that they go up in smoke. And the mountains, of course, are the powerful ones on earth. The king's God, come down, bend your heavens, and bring these um, uh, people who hold themselves so high and so arrogantly, bring them down and make them just explode in a cloud of smoke. And Radak says an interesting thing, smoke, not fire, because often we do not see what God is actually doing to the Rishoyim. We are not aware of it. It's a hidden historical process, but eventually we know about it. So it's more like smoke than like fire. We see the consequences of the processes of history which God controls, but we don't actually necessarily at the time understand what these processes are. We don't see them as uh, bringing about the downfall of the Rishon. We don't see the fire. We only see the smoke. But then David continues with this uh, image of God shooting things down from heaven. Barok barok usafitzeim. Make lightning flash and scatter them. Shalach chitzecha usahumeim. Shoot your arrows and um, uh, uh, make them confused, make them panic. Uh, Radak offers a beautiful thought here 
that whenever you have a two-word phrase with the a verb and the noun in the, the same shoresh, the same word in the noun form and in the verb form, this uh, is to convey the idea of special power. Barok Barok, which literally means lightning your lightning. Uh, here it's l'shazeko inyan, a very strong and powerful lightning. For example, he gives the examples of bitsoa botsa in Yecheskel kapitel chaf beis, or bogdei voged in Yemio kapitel chaf, or um, perhaps we're more aware of the pasuk in vayikro hey pasuk chaf alof umo alo maal. So when you have the the verb and the noun form one after the other in the same two-word phrase, this emphasizes the strength of the activity. Barok borok, let the lightning flash with a special, special uh, strength. And David continues, Shalach yodecho mimorom, send down your hand from on high, reach your hand down. Pitseni, rescue me. Vahatsileni, and save me, mimayim rabim, from the many waters, or from the mighty waters, miyad b'nei nechor, from the hands of uh, foreigners. And here Radak adds to, uh, to us a very beautiful thought, and that is that David here is praying to be rescued from the b'nei nechor, from the foreigners, because he no longer has any domestic enemies. The civil war is over. His enemies are no longer Shaul and fellow Jews, but rather his enemies are B'nai Nechor, foreigners, and therefore he asks God for special help from them. The word Pitseni, which is generally a rare word, but which appears, as we will see, no less than three times in this capital, really means to open. As Radak says, Inyan Pesicha, it means to open. But rescuing someone, of course, is opening. Radak. Hamatzil adam miyad adam harehu poscho mima'asoro. When you rescue someone from his enemy, you are freeing him from his prison. You are opening the gates of his uh, dungeon. So therefore, God, open things for me. Rescue me. Vahatzileni. From my enemies, my foreign enemies, Asher Pihem Dibershov, they speak in vain. They say, Oh, this David will take care of him, will beat him, will persecute him, will make him defeated totally. But that's those are Divreshov, those are those are vain words. Viminom Yemin Shoker and their might is a, a, a might which is a false um, false might. Your right hand is no way uh, as powerful as they might think it is. Yeminam yemin shoker. And then David says to Rebbelin in this capital, I have praised you and thanked you for giving me strength to win the war. I have reflected on the, the transient nature of the human being. I have beseeched you to help me now with my next stage of enemies, with my foreign enemies. Now I want to offer you uh, a trade. I want to say to you, I'm going to sing to you a new song. Of all the talents David have had, of course, 
one of his greatest was that he was Ne'im Zemiros Yisrael. He could sing like no one before and no one after. And therefore he promises in this next beautiful Pasuk test, Elohim Shir Chodosh Oshir Oloch. Benevel Osor Azamroloch. God, I will sing to you a new song. I will sing to you a hymn with a ten-stringed harp. And in the words of Radak, David is saying here, Bechol eis shetachadesh nifla usecho imi, achadesh lecho shir befeh uvichli. Every time you do something wonderful for me, I will sing to you, I will compose for you a new song, new words and a new tune. Shir chadosh ashir I will sing you words of a new tune. Benevel also azamrulach, I will compose a new melody on the ten-stringed harp. Because you, God, are Hanosein Teshua Lamalochim. You are the one who gives salvation, who gives victory to kings, who rescues Hapotzeh as David Avdo Mecherev Ro'o, who rescues his servant David from uh, the evil sword or the deadly sword. Radak says a brief word of Musar here. Hanosein Teshua, God is the one who gives Teshua, who gives victory. And even these kings, Srichim Haim, this Teshua, so they need the Teshua from the Rebona Shalolam. Hapotze Estavet Avdo, we already had the word. Pitseni Vahatzileni. Pitseni means to open up, or in a broader sense, to rescue. God has rescued, has opened David's prison has freed him, has rescued him. Why is a cherev here called a cherev ro, uh, uh, an evil sword? Radak suggests because um, he he was, David was up against not only a sword of an enemy, but the sword of Shaul, who was the king, and his own father-in-law, his own fellow Jew. That's a cherev ro. That put me into a terrible predicament. How can I fight this sword which not only was a sword, but with a sword which brought with it all sorts of problems. Cherev Ro'ov. And again, Pasuk Yut Aleph, which is almost repetitive to the previous Pasuk um, Zion. Pitseni, again the same verb, rescue me, open up my prison. Vesatsileni miyad b'nei nechor, and help me from the hands of foreigners. Asher pihem di bershov, whose mouth speaks vainly, Yaminam Yamin Shoker, and whose right hand is is false. Rishonim suggest that um, Yamin means the hand which we raise when we take an oath. Yaminam Yamin Shoker, their right hand, the symbol of their oaths, their oaths, their oaths are the oaths of falseness. And then David thanks God for the many blessings that he feels the Jewish people have. And Radak here points out a beautiful thing, that he's expressing the thanks to God for three kinds of blessing. Blessings of children, blessings of the bounty of the earth, and blessings of the the animals, the domestic animals that provide us with our eggs and our milk and our meat. And this threefold um, type of brocha is reflected in the Posuk and Parshas Kisavo, where the Posuk reads, 
Baruch pri vitnecha, ufri admosecha, ufri vahemtecha. We will be blessed with the fruit of the womb, children, ufri admosecha, the fruit of the earth, fruits and vegetables, ufri vahemtecha, and the fruit of the animals, meaning the uh, farm animals. And here's what David says, beginning first with Privitnecha, with the fruit of the womb. Asher bonenu kinetiim. Our sons are like young trees, like saplings. Migudalim bin Well tended, well taken care of in their youth. That's our sons. And our daughters, binosenu kizavios, are like cornerstones, shaped sculpted to be precise and exact, trimmed to give shape to a palace, mechutavos tavnis heichol. So our children are wonderful, they're beautiful, they're like saplings, they're like palaces, they're well-formed, they're well-developed, their characters are molded, they're well-trained, they're well-disciplined, they're well-educated. That's pre-vitnecha. Then we go on to pre-admosecha, Mizavenu, our storehouses, Meleim, are full. Our full houses, are, our storehouses are full of grain. Mefikim Mizan Elzan, giving forth all sorts of different types of crops. Mizan um, Elzan, all sorts of minim. The word zan means the Hebrew word min, mem yud nun. As the Pasuk says, in Bereshis Aleph, Lemino, and the Targum for Lemino is Lizanohi, different species, different, different types of fruits and vegetables, etc. Mifikin Mizan Elzan, that's pre Admoscha. Now finally, pre Vehemtecha, the fruits of the animals, Sonenu, Ma'alifos, Merubavos, Bechutsosenu. Our um, flocks of sheep number into the thousands, ma'alifos, elef, mirubovos, into the tens of thousands, revovo, bechutzosenu, in our fields. Alufenu misubolim, our cattle, alufa means our heavy cattle, our oxen, beasts of burden, like shigar alofecho, um, are loaded, are meaning they're capable of carrying heavy loads, or perhaps they are loaded with their own flesh. They're heavy, they're weighty, they are meaty. Lucky is a society that can exclaim, there are no breaches. There are no uh, captives being taken. There is no wailing in our streets. Um, happy is the people who have it so. Happy are the people whom, for whom the Rebona Shalom is their God. And the words of Radak, beautiful, that this Hatzlocha, Ashrei Ha'om Shekocholo, happy Ashrei, is a nation that has has it so good. Why do they have it so good? Words of Radak, Ma Hoysa Lozeha Om Zos 
Why did this people have this great success, this great bounty? Because because the Rebonish Lalam is their God. Radak concludes by informing us that Rabbi Nusad Yagon, who has a Pirush on Tehillim, I think we only have fragments of this today, but he wrote a full commentary on Tehillim, and he applies this capital Tehillim not as Radak does to David's, the first days of David's reign, when he is feeling so powerful and so thankful and so successful. But the words here indicate so much success and so much peace and so much confidence that they can only apply to the days of the Moshiach. And although we refer to as David, for Rav Sajagon, the Melech HaMoshiach, David Yehiyeshimo, his name will be David. As the Pasuk says in Yecheskel, Kapitel Lamed Zion, Pasuk Chavhei, V'david Avdi Nasi Lohem Li'olam. So David is either the name of Moshiach, or David is the representative of Moshiach, and this whole Kapitel Tehillim is speaking of the days of the Moshiach. Baruch Hashem, from time to time, uh, we experience, and hopefully we will experience in our own time very shortly, such a degree of a sense of victory, a sense of triumph, a sense of true security, that we can all exclaim, Ein peretz ve'en yotzeis ve'en tzavocha b'chovoseinu. There are no exiles, there are no breaches, there are no missing in action, there are no prisoners of war, there are no sensitivities, there is no terrorism, there's no wailing, there's no crying, there's no grief or mourning. You will certainly recognize the first, the, sorry, the last posuk which we just read, Ashrei Ha'om Shekocholo, Ashrei Ha'om Shehashem Elokov, these are the words which we say in that part of the davening which we call Ashrei, but which is really begins with the next words, the next capital, Kuf Mem Hey, Tehillah Ledovid. Ashrei is probably uh, the most famous, certainly the most often recited Perek of all of Tehillim. And we will turn our attention to Ashrei uh, tomorrow uh, for Kapitel Kuf Memhei on uh, Erev Pesach. Okay, then 